The Boogie Monster with Kyle Kinane and Dave Stone. Cloaked in secrecy, they show up without warning. State their business, then vanish as quickly as they appear. Are you ready for the sex girls? Not that I believe in it, but mm-hmm. I can see that. But I, these guys are dumb freaking nerds. The Boogie Monster. Podcasting the unknown. Dave, did you know that this episode of The Boogie Monster is brought to you by Burrow? Do what? That's, they're handcrafted in the USA. They make luxury couches, but for real life. Huh. Ain't no king putting his ass on this. Yeah. Regular old folks. Real couches for real people. Suck the farts right out of your butthole. <laughs> Shit. Blew it again. <laughs> Can't get anybody against this. Oh, well, they want us to do an anecdote about how we own one. How's your burrow couch, Dave? Uh, still in transit. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mine. Oh, boy. I'm, I'm, I can't get enough of it. I mean, when I sit around the burrow couch, I really sit around the burrow <laughs> couch, you know? Yeah, that's what your fat mom said. It's good stuff. What'd you, what? Huh? How dare you? I was combining two oh. devices. It's the it's the same quality you expect from high end retailers. You know, I go into these high end retailers. I'm like, I demand quality. Mm-hmm. I don't ever buy, buy anything. Yeah, I don't even know what the re- they're retailing, Mm-mm. but I demand quality regardless. Mm-hmm. They don't break the bank. Uh, plus, everything is customizable. I did go on the site. It's good. You can get a chaise, a threesy. That's not a term, but that's mm. for three people to three seater. Yeah, three seater. Yeah, with a chaise on the end, you can pick high arms, low arms. Maybe you got the Long arms, you want a low arm rest. Maybe you got short arms, you want a high arm rest. You the chaise is the built-in... Uh... Yeah, where you kick your feet out on the gotcha. one. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, so you go on there, you pick your size, color, armrest height to get the couch that's perfect for you. They're stain-resistant, Dave. That's important in mm-hmm. your life. You yeah. know, you're, you can... Uh, stain-resistant to do whatever you got to do on there. This I thought was cool. There's a built-in USB charger. Mm. That is something that you would think more devices would have. So do you have to plug up the couch? I mean, that's you know what? Go to the website. Huh. Don't, don't ask me questions. I mean, you got the same copy I did. What? Uh, there's a USB charger, and you could. It's easy to put together. No tools. You just put it together, and uh, enjoy 30 days on your burrow, risk free. No risk. I like what that. A, there's so much risk in the world now. Uh huh. If you don't want to keep it, the return process is simple, and they don't say anything past the word simple. Go try a burrow couch for yourself. Order today and I'll ship in one week. Use the promo code Boogie Monster. How do you All spell burrow? Boogie Mo- burrow, B U R R O W. Okay. Boogie Monster, B O O G I E M O N S T E R. All caps. Mm-hmm. Get 50 bucks off your order. Burrow.com. Offer code All Capital Letters. Hmm. Boogie Monster. All capital. B O O G I E M O N S T E R. Go get a couch. That's high in quality, low in price. It'll won't break the bank, and your ass will feel nice on it. I went into real the uh, voice there, and oh, you know what else? We got another sponsor. Oh yeah, clearly a company that doesn't listen to the podcast. Uh. Adam and Eve, the OG fuckers on planet Earth. Adam and Eve, the original gangster D and the Peers. 
That's uh, Mega Valentine's Day. You'll both never forget. That sounds like a threat from Adam and Eve. It's an amazing <laughs> offer from AdamandEve.com. Yeah, you'll never forget, and you don't want to remember it. Uh, you'll get 50% off about any item. You know where they go, Dave? Where do they go? They go to AdamandEve.com. No, where do the things oh. you get from Adam and Eve go? Up your butt. That's where they go. Go to AdamandEve.com, and you'll find thousands. Oh, that number sounds painful. Thousands Ooh. of adult entertainment products, including toys, like a Care Bear with a big dick, lingerie, something that you wear but doesn't cover anything, and a seemingly endless selection of adult DVD. Don't they, put those up your butt. They, nope. I mean, hey, I'm not telling you what you Oof. can or you can't. But that yeah. they really, it's amazing uh, that uh, pornography, which I partake of, mm-hmm. but there was there's never like ugh, you know you know of all plot devices of all genres of movie. Eventually, like, ugh, action movies are getting a little tired, but porn you keep putting it out. Yeah, like there's never like a porn like I'm just gonna go to that one. That's mm-hmm. a weird. That's a, like. What is the need to constantly see uh, different types? Hmm. Anyway, well, they got them. Adam and Eve, you want to change up your library uh, and still want to go uh, hard copy? Get a DVD. It's fun. It's a ceremony. Light a candle. Open it up. Put it in the DVD player. Trade them with your buddies. Trade them. Yeah, you <laughs> trade them with your buddies. Leave them in the woods for. Uh, uh, you got my porno. Fun. Give me back my porno. I remember having to do that with a mm-hmm. friend. Like that weird part of like asking to borrow it mm-hmm. and then also having to like. Hey, man, can I get it back? Because you only had, like, five. Especially when it was uh, VHS, because then when you got it back, you could tell exactly. Oh, man. You could tell exactly what got them. (laughs) 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 Oh, I see you made it to this scene. (laughs) Yeah, I usually go a little deeper. but (laughs) It was only three minutes in. (laughs) Exactly what got him. <laughs> ah, fuck. Yeah, that is true. Oh, and there's more. Dave, there's more. With every order, you'll receive our romance kit hey. free. You, what do you think's in a romance I, kit? I got man? a romance kit out in the van. <laughs> oh, Jesus. The uh, f- romance kit. It's, uh, I don't know, half, half a bottle of Aunt Jemima and a rubber glove. I don't know. And so their romance kit includes a toy for him. That's, uh, I don't know, whatever. Like, you ever get free, like, I'll get, like, in the comedy festivals, I always want to give you a swag bag. Yeah. It's always something like, this will go on your dick. I never uh-huh. put it on there. I got a, they get, I got, somebody gave me a, uh, uh, what do you call a, fleshlight. Yeah. Gave it to my buddy. Yeah. I just was like, here, this is more. I had, like, three of those in the house at once because of <laughs> comedy festivals. I'm like, man, I can't die. With three of them. I don't want to die with one of them in the house, mm-hmm. but in, in a progressive sense, I'm like, well, ladies can have vibrators. I could have one of these. Mm-hmm. But like three of them. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right. And it's so weird to have to throw out. Like you do it like you're throwing, like, li- like literally like you're throwing out a body part. Stuff them inside each other like it's a turducken. Turfucking. Dear fuck master. <laughs> That's stupid. I'll cut that part out just because I'm sad. I'm bad at comedy now, Dave. I don't know if you realize that. Yeah, I've been meaning to talk to you about that. Well, you can after this message from Adam and Eve. Get 50% off one item, a free romance kit, and free shipping when you're in the offer code Boogie. B-O-O-G-I-E at checkout. Do it at checkout. Boogie. B-O-O-G-I-E. That's Boogie at AdamandEve.com. Dave, 
<laughs> Thank God that's over. Let's hope you're you're going to the Patreon because we are not getting money from sponsors. I don't. They, they, I'm amazed they don't. At any point, we're just gonna we'll say whatever. Like I wonder what we have to say to lose. Surprised they haven't sent us a bill. I'm surprised uh, stamps.com. We should just start doing ads for stamps.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, just just to see. Um, hey. You want to start the episode? Might as well. <laughs> All right, we already knocked ten minutes out of it. Cool. Um, well, let's 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 go. I told you I was bad at comedy. Uh huh. And uh, yeah, I bombed at a show last week. Felt real embarrassed to myself. Where? At the Virgil. Super serious, like a good show, big show. Oh right, right. Yeah, I was going to come. Yeah, to you're going to come to that, and I, I I tanked it, man. Now, did you really tank it? No, I did. I truly, Sometimes I, you're too hard. No, on I truly yourself. tanked it. Really, I truly had a bad set. What happened? Um, I did not read the room. Uh-huh. I got in my head. This is this is all on me. But I watched a very uh, a diverse lineup, and I started thinking like ah, I'm just a dumb old straight white guy with the same bullshit. Like I started hating on my material because uh-huh. I was watching a diverse, good, like a good lineup. Interestingly, it was, it was Kate Berlant and John Early hosted. Uh-huh. And they're you you know what they do, and they're fun. Everybody knows them from stuff. Yeah, and. Uh, Sabrina Jalice was that like it was just it was just a good lineup of like I just felt like an old man I felt like this is the progress I want to support and then I felt like my jokes were bad hmm. and also I did a set at the comedy store the night before which I just did like kind of throwaway material that's not necessarily in my voice mm-hmm. like I did a jo- I did like an abortion joke mm-hmm. and uh, ever tell you that joke. I think so. Tell it to me again. I'll do it. I just, I just say like, oh, my girlfriend and I are expecting a child, and fucking audiences—they never like think it's a setup. Yeah, they're like, oh, oh, good for you, applause. And it's just like we're reading the prenatal books about how you have to, uh, you know, you should play music for the unborn child. Like that's you know to help his development. I was like, it's a lot of pressure to pick out that playlist when you're going to terminate the pregnancy. And I just said I've been playing That's Life by Frank Sinatra because I think it's the most appropriate time for that song. It's a good joke. I think so. Yeah. And then people are just like, oh, oh. Which at the comedy store, it's an audience there to see famous people. And so I'm like, eat my ass. Like, you get that joke. But I shouldn't have done it at Super Serious, which is like, it just wasn't in my voice and the tone wasn't right. Because then I just go out. I'm like, I'm not having fucking kids. And like, I just, I'm just laughing at it. But uh, I got in my head and I was drunk. And uh, you ever have that where you look back, you're like, inexcusable. All my fault. Had a bad set. All my fault. How many years in the game? I want a quick comedy. That's why this, the topic was faking your own death. Because I was like, I'm just going to Gallagher to my act. <laughs> I don't mind uh, bombing like that. You know, if I was trying a different approach if i was trying you know if i took a risk if i took a gamble yeah and like okay i, I tried new material or i tried a new whatever yeah but like to just go up and just were you just lackadaisical from the get-go just yeah, man i, I want to be here I, you know i got a little cocky thinking like all right and here's me the headliner and mm-hmm. i just didn't i didn't bring it hmm. you gotta bring just, it disappointed in myself yeah and I haven't been bringing it. Yeah, I've been sad with comedy. Hmm. I'm happy in my life. Yeah, well, and that's why I was like, man, I just that I want to fake my own death and mm-hmm. just get out of here. Which now I f- fucking blew it because I said so mm-hmm. uh, right here. Hmm. I did after right after that show. I went to uh, went to the desert. Oh yeah, went off road in the desert. How'd that go? Um, 
It was good. First off, okay, the off-roading community, a uh, bit, uh, bit rough around the edges. Really? Yeah. I mean, pe- think of the people that like four-wheelers. Mm-hmm. Like, they're not out there reading books. Yeah. But we got out there. Orvidal and I went out there. Andrew Orvidal. Where'd you go? Fun, funny comic. We all know from those who can't. Uh, went to Acatillo Wells down by the Anza Borrego <coughs> State Park. Down south. South of Salton Sea. Close okay. To, close to Mexico. Gotcha. But anyway, we got out there. Thursday, set up camp. And I had the hammock out under the stars. Nobody was at the camp yet. So it was great. So under the stars. And I think maybe... Well, technically, it's correct. UFO. Saw one. Not a big, not trying, just seeing shooting stars. It's a desert sky. You know, you've been out there. You've been out middle of nowhere seeing how much you can see without light pollution or anything. Oh, yeah. And I'd see a shooting stars. I've seen shooting stars where they last. They're like slow ones mm-hmm. where they last a long time and they burn real, like, burn real bright. Like, but they vary in how bright they get. It's like, whoop, what's that? And then mm-hmm. it's, and then diminishes. But this, I see something. And also, I'm looking at this guy. I'm like, oh, that's like the brightest star in the sky. I've been staring up here for a while. Why, well, you know, what's that one? And it was as brighter than the North Star. And it was moving slowly. But it stayed consistently at that brightness. And it was moving. It was laying like that. Something was coming up over that way. I think it was moving north to south. Yeah. How long did you see it? How long did it maintain its flight? It was flight? about like three seconds, which is long. If you think one, two, three, maybe four seconds, that's long when you consider how long a shooting star lasts. Yeah. And then it just – it didn't fade out. It just went dim to a barely discernible light but then kept moving at the same pace, at a slow pace. Moving in a straight line? Yeah. Probably a shooting star, but did not behave like other shooting stars that I had what seen. What color was it? It was white. It was a white light. When we were in Joshua Tree for Halloween a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. the, the thing that uh, Lisa Best and I saw. Yeah. We think it's a – first of all, okay, it's a shooting star, but it was neon green. Yeah. And I remember it zigzagging. She doesn't remember the zigzag, but she does remember it being neon green. Well, we were on a lot of drugs. That's true, too. <laughs> It also had an elephant's head. <laughs> and it knew my name. Yeah. So. It gave me a birthday card. Uh, well, I think the colors can change depending on what uh, element it is come burning up, you know? Yeah, I guess so. But I saw that. So that I was laying there just in a hammock under the stars going, oh, okay, all right. Not enough to get excited about, but enough to be like, woohoo, all right. Who's now, let around? me ask you this. Were there any drugs involved this weekend? Mm-mm. No mushrooms? No, I had some drinks. Okay. No, I was just drinking. Just drranks, but not even shit face drunk because I still managed to get in a hammock. You yeah. can't get in a hammock drunk. If yeah, fucked it's around with one of those. Hard to do it sober. Yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, once I got like the sleeping pad and mm-hmm. the sleeping bag and everything, I was like, I can't. I, like, I like as soon as I laid in there, I'm like, I almost have to pee, and I'm already upset with myself that I have to get out of. It. I was like thinking, like, how much can I just try and. Throw my dick over the side and pee, lay it in the hammock. But I'm like, that's just going to turn into you falling out of the hammock into your own piss. Mm-hmm. It's camping. You make do. Yeah. But uh, that was exciting. Did you guys rampage those vehicles? Yeah, man. We were just uh, trouncing, trouncing. Rocks or sand? Right. What'd you get into? 
sand, some yeah. rock, some some sketchy stuff. It was good. There's the evidence of it being an old ocean. You know, there's a, a preserved coral reef there where you could see shells and oh yeah, all those fish sea bones. creatures. Yeah, that are just that's now a, a bleak desert. It looks like Mars. Huh. It was fun. Just just being dumb dudes. Hmm. You know, dumb dude stuff. But then go. Thursday night, peaceful, still couldn't you know. Sleep in the hammock on the stars. A couple other people at the camp, no big deal. Fucking Friday, when everybody gets off their shift at Dairy Queen or wherever the fuck and brings their trailer of just hillbilly Mad Max vehicles. Yeah. Just till 2 in the morning. Like, uh. never mind, all the camps are dark. You should ride your four-wheeler just back and forth in front of campsites till 2 a.m. Wow. And then the families that are there, because that's like a family thing. I get, You know, everybody, the whole family's got their... Things like, they get up at seven and start. So yeah. I was like, "Well, fuck me! You got meth heads ruining one end of the night, and then the wholesome activity clan ruining in the morning." And uh, yeah, and I was trying to sleep. It was also windy as shit. Mm. Orville's tent was blew over. I put the hammock in the jeep, so I slept maybe five hours both nights, huh. like a, a total. Wow, of two nights. But it was fun. It was just fun. You got to go during the week, man. You gotta, I know. That's you gotta, why. I get, well, that's what happened this weekend. I get spoiled. Because I can go do, I can go to the stores during the week, mm-hmm. you know, all, all that stuff. We tried to go out. Folks are in town. Went out Saturday night. Tried to just being out on a Saturday. I'm like, everybody's the worst person. It's the worst. We went to. You've been to Highland Park Bowl. Yes. Real, yeah. real fucking, fancy. It was an old. It was called Mr. T's Bowl mm-hmm. in a newly gentrified area, and this is the most. This is a cartoon of what gentrification yeah. is. They took an old rundown bowling alley that used to have like old like punk shows and comedy shows in it. <clears throat> and they it looks like the old time like all the machinery's exposed to set the pins. Yeah. And it's got the old timey bowling posters and everything's like a steampunk bowling <clears throat> like purposely a, distressed. If yeah. a bowling alley itself could wear a bow tie, this one would. Yeah, yeah. If a bowl yeah, if a bowling alley listened to Marilyn Manson and, and wore goggles. Or sand goggles recreationally. And uh, I've never been in a business that has been that dysfunctional. Really? Like, Rachel's always laughing about, we'll go out to eat. And she's like, the new trend now is nobody writes anything down. Oh, yeah, I've always hated that. It's, it's like, it's like, all right, let's see. What we, but so far, it's been like, all right, wow, that's six people at a table and you got it right. Okay. This was like, didn't write anything down. Everything fucked. <laughs> Okay, arugula pizza? No, that's not us. Whoops, okay, pepperoni pizza? Great, and another pepperoni pizza? Nope, just one. Wow. <laughs> here's some fries, and we brought some fries, and here's some fries, and oh, we're waiting on a burger. Here's some fries, and some fries. I got eggs benedict, where the guy brought it over. He's like, oh, I think one of them popped. I'm like, no, poached eggs don't pop. It slid off the plate, and you're giving me eggs benedict with one egg right now. Yeah. He's like, do you want me to take it back to the kitchen? It's like one of those things like, no. Like, it's just more fuckery. Yeah. I'll eat it. But he's like, I think it like popped and went into the no. muff in there. I'm like, that's not how they work. No. You'll see the egg. Yeah. It doesn't change. It doesn't shape shift. It's not a bubble. But yeah, just pure fuckery all around. Then bowling next to a, a birthday party. Like still like, all right, hipster bowling place. But like a... Junior high school mm. girls' birthday party. They're the worst creatures on earth. Yeah. They're, that's hell. Mm-hmm. That's hell. 
and they're just sh- fucking just shitty girls like all over the lane dropping cupcakes on the fight. Parents are all at the bar. The fucking Highland Park hipster parents are at the bar, and I'd be drunk too if those were my fucking kids. Almost just walked out and fucking got a vasectomy after that. What'd you uh, What'd you bowl? I think I got like a 106. Yeah. I don't know. I broke 100. That's all I need to do. If I'm I break a, 100, I'm like, okay. I'm a good bowler. Really? Fucking pin action, baby. Really? I, I throw that fucking what's ball as hard as I can. What's the high score? Oh, dude, I've, I've gotten well over 200. I used to be in a bowling league when I was a teenager. Really? Me and my brother were in a bowling league in high school. We were good. Oh, yeah. I've broken the 200 stones. a couple times. Yeah. I could Look slang. Out, here comes a stone. Do you have yeah. your own ball? Uh, yeah, I had my own ball. Yeah. yeah. Bag? Yeah. Shoes? Bag. Not shoes. I don't think I had my own shoes. I don't remember. You would think I would have my own shoes if I had my own ball, but I definitely had my own ball. Really? And, uh, oh, much? man, I just sling the shit out of it. How heavy was the ball? I had like 12-pounder back then. Yeah. 12. I don't know. Something. But, uh, oh, man, I still love I'll go about once a year. That's a, It's a fun activity. Yeah. You know, I can never get any friends or any girl I'm dating or anybody. You know, no one's ever – well, Katie, the gal I'm dating now, is, we've gone bowling before. Yeah. But I remember just a long history of like – trying to take dates to bowling alleys, and they're like, no. And I'm like, come on, it's fun. Rachel, somebody gave her a bowling ball one year for Christmas, which was weird because there was no name on the package, and somebody just bought her bowling ball. I'm like, who the fuck's buying you bowling balls? Without saying, it was her boss. Nah. But she got her own ball. She's, yeah, it's a fun time. I love it. I just, I always get, like, I don't want to deal with the crowds. Again, mm-hmm. me and you, Dave, Howlin' Rays, and a weekday bowl. Oh, dude. But daytime? Let's do it. I would love Just to Just us over at Shadow Lanes, oh, the man. Korean senior citizens out there? <laughs> I'll there's do a, that. There's another good, just kind of old school, hole-in-the-wall bowling alley in Eagle Rock. All-Star? Yeah, that All-Star was cool. All-Star Lanes, yeah. yeah. No, Get a bar open during the day. Oh, buddy. Just sitting at a bowling alley bar during the day. I mean, where else are you supposed to talk about conspiracy theories? I don't know. That's exactly where our topic would come. I'll fake my own death. You'd hear that at the bar at All Star Lanes in the middle of the day. Damn sure. <laughs> hey, before Damn. we before we get Damn into that, sure. I want to tell you, I I took yeah, your I, advice. I've been talking this whole time, Dave. That's fine. Took your advice, and I got into uh, that show you were talking about, Alone. Ooh, buddy. Watched about four or five episodes. Yeah, and I'm down to the final four dudes. What's it's on uh, Hulu? I, what are, uh, Hulu. Yeah. yeah, and I called it by the way, like in the first. First or second episode, I called like who the oh you guys figured out I figured out who the, I mean the shit's been out for three years we could talk about I, the I end could of spot it. the weaklings but man some of those dudes the, the first one or two dudes left within twenty four hours oh wait till you get the second season oh really? it doesn't even make it overnight <sighs> and that's the guy that's the guy who's like a former soldier talking about like I'll fight the bear 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 should be scared of me <sighs> guy didn't even make it to sunset oh guys crying on there I miss my family shut the fuck up like. What did you think oh, you'd you get into? You can miss your no, family. you can't. No, absolutely <laughs> you, not. You don't miss your family. No, not in that context. You never cried. They'll be there when I get cry? back. I, I can't you never cry in a van, Dave. <sighs> Dave. I mean, there was one time when why did you cry? I took the spicy Dave? nuggets off the menu. But why did uh, you, Dave? Uh, well, that's like missing family. <laughs> no, I'm just like saying, you know you're psych- – all right, first of all – You, you s- know it, you but su- psychologically you still get run down? No, you f- not after a day you don't. All right, those no, guys after, have been out okay, there for three weeks. Day, yeah, those guys have been out there for three or four weeks. I'll give it to them. All right, after a day, no, you're just a but, world-class puss. Well, but that's where Rachel like had insight. Like if you're out there and after one day you're like – you just know like why be miserable and know I'm not going to make it? Let's just get out of there now. Well, like why? At least give it a decent shot, though. At least 
No, you can't quit. If you if this is something you signed up for, all right, it'd be yeah. different if a judge sentenced you in lieu of jail time. We're going to put you on this game show. Yeah. No, no, you what you signed up for. You, there's a half a million dollars at stake. But I mean, psychologically, have, have you been? Have you ever like? I know you can't go out by yourself, but like been out, not in a van, like just no protection from bears and shit. Like you're in the woods. Yeah, I mean, where I've had to, like, hike in about a half a mile. Like, my van's a half a mile away, that type of thing. Okay, I'm not talking half a mile. I'm yeah. talking, like, there's no, like, it's yeah. nighttime, you, you're not getting back to the Yeah, lake. no, I get it. And I saw some of those situations were scary. Because I've done that just overnight, like, one night here or there. Mm-hmm. And just laying in a tent, like, it fucks with you, man. Like, any noise you hear, like, you just immediately, like, okay, it's a predator. Mm-hmm. It's something larger than me. And that that's... I never sleep. I don't get any sleep when I do it. You're just laying there, and then finally the sun starts coming up. You're mm-hmm. like, oh, the sun again. But that stuff, if you've never done that or don't have experience with it, that can fuck with your mind more than you think. It's like, yeah, it's camping. I'm just going to go camp in the woods. And obviously, they're still making a reality show. Mm-hmm. You know, they're still tuning them up like there's cougars. Mm-hmm. But you see, like, the cougars are just right there sniffing around. Yeah. If if you know that you got that frayed emotionally after the first night, you're like, why would I? Okay, I tried. I'm I'm not gonna make it. Like I don't. The the guy who didn't even make it to nighttime, I was like, that guy. I was like, get the fuck out of it's here. It's ridiculous. But uh, who do you? Uh, so you know who wins it? On no. The first season? No. I'm down to the final four. You know who surprised me in that final four was the guy who seems like the most just like granola munching hipster. The small, the smallest. Oh, that's a guy I picked to win because he's up and I don't know where I'm at. I'm probably what are they? I want to talk about it, but I don't okay. want to ruin it for. What are there ten episodes in that first season? Yeah. Okay, I'm probably on seven, and I don't know where what he's doing after this point. But the whole time he's been the most uh, technically proficient. Like he seems to know what he's doing. But he look. He has like the stupid hipster hair. Yeah, you but can tell he's kind of like a. <clears throat> but he also has like mentally. He's just like, all right, well, this, oh, I know God. this is gonna suck. So let's just kind of deal with this. I, can, we, I don't want to talk about it more because I don't want to ruin it because mm-hmm. I want to discuss it because mm-hmm. I'm already into the second season. And I like that young goofy dude too. As soon as it, the first time we see him, I hated that fucking guy. Yeah. But then it's like he, he grows on you. Well, it's like you know what, being young and dumb will get you far because you don't know what to be scared of. Yeah, you know. And I'm still kind of pulling for uh, my Georgia dude. Yeah, uh, what's it, Wes Wayne? Wayne maybe Wayne from Blairsville, Georgia, yeah, not far yeah. from where I'm from. Okay, the foothills of the uh, Blue Ridge Mountains. But uh, well, all right. I don't want. I don't want because I want to talk about the end of it, but I don't want to ruin it for you. I want to sign up for that show. <clears throat> I like to think like you, I win, and they're like they come to get me to tell me I've won, and I'm like, nah, I'm good. I yeah. <laughs> I want to see can't you can't get me out of there. Yeah, I want to see you happy about eating banana slugs. <laughs> I'll eat a damn banana slug. No, I mean not like oh, I guess I'll, no, I mean like that's all you get. That's all you get. Ah, fish. No salt and pepper. Yeah, but you got to catch the fish. I can catch a fish. That's what everybody in that fucking show says. And mm. then they're sitting there going, I'm so hungry. I can't believe I can't catch a fish. Ah, I can catch a fish. That's, you, you're you out after three I'm, days. I'll stalk one of those cougars. Let's both do it. Let's both. I still, if there's a bobcat, I still think I could kill a bobcat you're or a coyote. You're going to die in the most obvious way. Nope. 
You're gonna. You know what's gonna happen? You're gonna unite. You're gonna unite woodland predators together just to eat you for your arrogance. Bring it on. Your arrogance is gonna be the most appetizing part of your whole body. Break his neck. No way. You're gonna see a tiger and a cougar. I don't even know where the tiger came from. You're going to see a cougar and a bear being like, let's settle our differences and eat the fuck out of Dave. Bear scare me. Smarmy son of a bitch. Bear scare me, but cougars, come on. Fucking rip your head off. The Just twist it off. The twee guy, mm-hmm. smart enough, sewed eyes on the back of his hat. I saw that. Very smart. Cougars cougars. I was like, mm-hmm. look at this guy. So what's this guy? Just being silly? I'm like, yeah. oh, no. Putting eyes on the back of your head. Yeah, that's pretty smart. Yeah. But yeah, good show. You got fists in your back, Dave. They come after your back. You know what I like about that show, too? Uh, There's no narrator, and there's no signs of civilization. It's just those characters. I think they must come in for medical checks occasionally. Mm -hmm. Because something happens later on where, like, one of their excuses to interviews, like, well, we're showing up for, uh, well, to to go to the winner. Uh They, They tell the winner that, oh, we're just coming in for a routine. Medical check. And then surprise them. And then, yeah. So I think that maybe, because there's a few, like the one they, like the one guy, he was getting stalked by cougars or something. Uh-huh. Did you get to that part? The guy, the, like, the the first guy to tap out, who's in his tent damn near crying? No. Which was the first guy? First oh, the guy, cop, cop yeah. from Ohio. <clears throat> yeah, the cop bailed early. And the second guy was this dipshit. From Florida, who had the earrings? Like I'm going to be out in the woods for 30 days, but I've got uh, both my oh yeah fucking gauged earrings. Gauge earrings. No, it's a different guy. There's cougars around. So he's like, that's it. They're stalking my campsite. Okay, get me out of here. And yeah. it still took him three hours to get in. Uh, yeah, like, the guy was like, I, I'm not spending another night in there. The guy with the beard. From yeah, North Carolina. but think about that. Like, okay, I want out. It's not like they're right there. It's like, no, it's three hours. Yeah. Yeah. But I all right. Oh, oh, come on. I give a shout out to the No Plus Ones podcast. It's my buddy Dan Ozzy and his friends' podcast. It's a music podcast. I don't really listen to any music podcasts, but I listen to theirs because they're talking about the Tom DeLong Blink One Eighty Two Alien thing. Mm-hmm. Where even they're like they're like punk dudes, but like, ah, do we? Shit, is he right? And then it's, they actually go into it. I was just listening to it when you came over. I just want to give a heads up to those guys. Sure, I think I think Dan listens. Cool, That's nice of him. Yeah, he used to run the Jaded Punk Hulk. Twitter What's that? Count back in the day. Oh, okay. It was just a, that sounds fun. Hulk was an old punk guy, so just like the all caps. Hulk That's sad, funny. missing jawbreaker reunion. But uh, I was man, I I don't want to shit on podcasts. I I try to listen to that cults podcast. You listen to that one at all? No. It's the most like it sounds like they're two mattress salespeople doing a podcast. Like, I just can't handle the voice. How do they do it? I can't handle the... And that's why Charles Manson was never actually a murderer, but got his followers to kill for him. Isn't that right, Nancy? It is right, Jeff. He got 12 women. to. It's like, no, you're talking about murderers and cults. Have some emotion. It's just, it's so podcasty. Like, it's like, go to sleep. You know, yeah, it's a go to sleep puck, and I want it to be good. The information's good. Uh huh. God damn it, guys! Come on, man, give me. I mean, you don't have to go overboard like fucking what's his nuts. What am I? Whoa, I'm buried. My talking shit on other podcasts. Like who? The, the sword and scale one. Like that guy has too much of a hard on when he's doing those stories. <laughs> 
the worst monsters kill children. Anyway, the, the I make a living off. Like you could tell, he's just a little too. Like you're talking about like murder and shit. Mm-hmm. I don't. know. What am I talking about? We talk about murder. Why am I talking shit? What's this is my problem, Dave? What's your problem, Kyle? I gotta get. I gotta get out of this town. Yeah, I might be done. I still think you should just retire. You've made it. You're successful. Just okay. retire. Be like Barry Sanders. He retired at like 29. How much money did Barry player. Sanders have when he retired? He had a lot. Yeah. You got a lot of money. No. You got enough to retire. I got enough to retire for four years. <laughs> and then I got to not, re- I got to unretire. Yeah. Hmm. I just, I just, uh, I got, you know, I wasn't, I'm not, I'm not, uh, that's why I was like, I'm just going to Gallagher to my act. Mm-hmm. Fake my own death mm-hmm. and just fuck off somewhere. Be a park ranger. I keep talking to them whenever I'm out camping. I keep talking to park rangers. Like, oh, yeah, I just need police experience or military experience. I'm like, ah, what about a clown? And they're like, well, public speaking is uh, helpful. I always thought park ranger would be a pretty sweet gig. I mean, well, because in my head, you're just out there with the silly hat. Like, hey, go, well, be careful what you're putting in the campfire. I feel like you could slack on the job pretty easy. I bet it's the opposite of that. You think? <clears throat> Every time I talk to him, I talk to one guy at, at Rainbow Bridge in Lake Powell, and I guess they're all part-time because of government cutbacks. There's no full-time. There's not a lot of them anymore. It's like that's a sweet gig. So they're all part-time. They could get moved anywhere like the military. Uh-huh. And so this guy was used to Virginia or wherever, some like moderate climate place, and he's in the desert. This dude was just sweating his dick off trying to be like answer questions about it was founded in a uh, founded in 1903 (sighs) this guy's just pouring sweat sweating through his hat sweating through his little ranger outfit oh man this poor fellow (laughs) you can tell he's new and not acclimated yet uh But I'd love to do that. <clears throat> but that's why I was like, let's talk about faking our own deaths. Yeah, man. You ever thought about doing that? <clears throat> I thought about disappearing, but never like, like what, like you, like the reason to fake your own death because it's complicated, mm-hmm. especially nowadays. Mm-hmm. Leaving a digital trail. Yeah, <clears throat> got to go all cash, mm-hmm. all cash, and fake IDs. I can blend in uh, to any town with a. Strong uh, home brewing scene. <laughs> Honestly, like like once a week, somebody online is like, "I think I saw Kyle Kinane, but it was just anybody at this microbrewery." I got that yesterday. Somebody yeah. on Twitter, "Are you in Atlanta at the Earl?" Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. that's just another chubby bearded dude. Yeah. Half the time, people think I'm. Uh, what's his name? Who's the comic from New York? Sean Donnelly. Yeah. Like yeah. even like they'll be posted a shot. He posted something he's like, uh, "I'm sorry, this happened to you, Kyle." And it was something like, "Come see Kyle Canaan," and it was his face. Yeah, Sean is so funny. <laughs> yeah, he's a good dude. But like, uh, like I don't think I would have to fake my death to just kind of disappear because I'm, I'm I'm not famous enough where people automatically it's it's always like, ah, "Are you?" Ah. Yeah. As long as I keep my mouth shut. All right. Well, first off, where would you go? Where would you disappear to? Once you faked your death, then well, what? 
I've given consideration to this. Like where I'm happy right now that I've visited, I like the desert, man. Uh-huh. I like just I like the open skies and just sitting out there like a Joshua tree where it's still a little bit of a hippie. Kind of, I think Josh, like if it's not already, is blowing up to like all the gentrification that's moving east of LA is just going to skip out of town and move out there. There's you think a lot so? of it out there. <clears throat> well, and again, with being a creative type or an artist, but then you're still only a three hours drive out of the city where you have to be like, oh, what if you have two meetings a week? Yeah. Or you did two spots uh, a week. Where you just had to come back into town, hit you know, do spots, and then you work the road. They got a de- uh, airport out there. Yeah. Now, and if I think more about the apocalypse, like I would not want to be caught out there. But where do you want to be? I'm not a I'm not a doomsday prepper. I'm gonna like if shit goes down, it's like oh well, guess what? Everybody's gonna die within a week anyway. I'm gonna be like, let's have a nice dinner and blow our brains out. Like, <clears throat> what am I? I'm not gonna. What am I trying to do? You know. So like the whole needing water thing doesn't matter anyway. It's just, huh? Yeah, I'm not going to be a prepper. I'm, I don't care. No, like honestly, if there was the if there was like a nuclear missile strike, I'd be like going out on top. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I hear you. Before my shitty Netflix half hour comes out, when's that coming out? I don't know. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah. What are you going to do, Dave? You want to fake your own death? <laughs> Oh man, you okay, buddy? <laughs> I'm great. That's the problem. I got nothing. I, there's no reason to do comedy when you're happy. Mm. Like how much? How much do I have to jerk off? Like also look at me and love me. It's like no, I feel great. I'm gonna play with my RC cars. Go drive my Jeep. Who was it that Hang said that? Uh, Sinbad or Bernie Mac said, "As soon as you stop riding the bus, is when you stop becoming funny." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although I was watching the Chappelle, the new Chappelle. What'd you Special. Think? I was like sixty five percent, like man, that's good, and then thirty five is like, mm, come on, man, mm-hmm. you can move past some of those. Like you can move past the slap in the mic on the leg thing. Oh god, that is annoying. Like that's like the slap in the mic on the leg, laughing at your own if at your own jokes are the. It's a bit that's much. The, that's the easiest. My bit didn't work, but I think it's funny, and here's the cue for you to laugh. Yeah. And it was, yeah, I was. I mean, I like it was, there was some like touchy subjects in there, but I don't think it was <clears throat> offensive. It was mm-hmm. like, no, this is a guy and like like rape jokes. Every comedian, you can do the jokes, mm-hmm. but you have to accept the backlash for them. Yeah, and that's all I thought of that. I don't think they were just like cheap jokes. I think it was still he like still had still intelligent thought process, but be, behind what he was talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I enjoyed it, but it did seem like a guy who's been out of the game for about 12 years because yeah. think of the way – think of how much has changed just in the term, in the, the world of like mm-hmm. social climate and what's acceptable and what's PC, like yeah. in, just in the last 10 or 12 years. Yeah. I mean – Well, and that's the, – oh, man, that's like when you stay out of stand-up and aren't seeing what stand-up is now. Like, I'm just not out at shows as much anymore seeing what's going on. That's, yeah. that's what I felt last week. I'm like, oh, fuck, man, I'm an old guy. I'm the old road guy coming back in and trying to do my bits that don't work. The, the Oh, shit, where's it? Oh, the, I, I, like when you see like an old like hack comics and like talking about, like, oh, when I was 
see kids are going to wear helmets no matter what they're doing. Yeah. When I was a kid, we didn't need helmets. Beat your kid, Joe. Yeah. Oh, now uh, peanut allergies. Oh, fucking ISIS wants to take over America. All I can do is uh, drop a Snickers bar. I don't have to drop bombs. Like, I would yeah. love to see that comic, like in the fifties, doing that, but about the polio vaccine. Oh, fucking polio vaccine. We didn't have vaccines. Just didn't walk. Yeah. Called him fucking wheelie. That's our buddy wheelie. Yeah. Well, you need no goddamn vaccine just so you can walk. Like, like just that 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 attitude towards progress. Yeah. You know, that, that you know. And be, like being scared if you don't because you don't understand change, you're scared of it, which is a natural feeling. But you can see when comics are watching Nick DiPaolo set. Like I, I just saw him like emceeing one of those Axis TV shows. Oh yeah, where he's just oh, I can't talk about women now. I can't do that. You could tell it's like a guy who's just feeling like he's stuck. Like no, you could still do whatever you want. Yeah, but the landscape is changing, hmm. and you could. You don't grow as much when you're older, you know. Yeah, that's true. You get settled in your way. That's the thing. I'm getting settled in my ways. Yeah, and it's scary. I got to challenge myself. Yeah, I know what you mean, buddy. Anyway, so that's. But I would, I, I, you know, the getting out idea. What would you? What would you do? Would you, would you fake your own death, or you just? I mean, if I had, hey, Dave, to. how would you go off the grid? Uh, just stop doing this podcast. I mean, <laughs> then that would be it. <laughs> <laughs> haven't heard from Dave in a while. <laughs> I mean, it's cliche, but dude, I would love to go. If I was going to be off the grid and, and fake my own death, I would. Uh, I don't know, just some little small coastal town in Mexico. You know, mm-hmm. just oh yeah, just a little shack near the beach, just eating fish tacos all the time, yeah. just hanging out. Yeah, the Mexico escape. Yeah, I like the idea that Mexico escape. Yeah. <clears throat> But like deep Mexico, yeah. You know, deep, not touristy, not uh, we Mexico. Yeah, not uh, cartel Mexico either. I don't want to get my head cut off. <laughs> but uh, you know, just some little little island town. You know, maybe. you want to live like you want to live like Riggs from Lethal Weapon. Exactly. Just a trailer on the beach. Yeah. Coaxed back out for justice. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be fun. I don't know about like. Yeah, I don't think I would have to fake. You fake your death to get out of like debt or get out of relationships. I looked up Wikipedia famous fake death. I thought this one was funny. It was uh, <clears throat> Lord Timothy Dexter? He's an eccentric. You don't have to say that if you're faking your own death. 18th century New England businessman who faked his own death to see how people would react. His wife did not shed any tears at the wake. And as a result, he caned her for not being sufficiently sad at his death. <laughs> My husband's ghost came back and beat the shit out of me. <laughs> like, how do you explain that? Like, I'm not dead, and and I'm gonna slap you around. What a cool dude, Lord. Lords in quotes too. Like he did not. Like he's calling himself Lord. Ah. <laughs> it's a lot of people like getting out of trying to get out of legal trouble and this and that. <clears throat> What's the easiest way to, I think the old car in the lake type thing, you know? Car in the lake. I, I always thought um, like uh, going out to sea and not coming back. That's what – they say like that's where you can commit murders easy is oh. cruise ships. Oh, yeah. She fell. What? Or he fell. Well, I don't know, also, I don't, but, I don't know why my victim has to be female. <laughs> Well, how many cruises are t- you taking with dudes? 
<laughs> we were just on, you know, one of our annual dude cruises. Just hitting the brochin. Dude cruise. Oh God! Dude. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> you don't like brochin? Dude, cruise sailing the brochin. <laughs> oh, I'll sell that. I'll just sell that uh, log line right there for five hundred dollars, and anybody else could make it work. Dudes only. Dude, cruise on the brochin. <clears throat> well, I've always thought about. Uh, I don't know if you've had this thought: uh, the if I have to kill somebody thought. I mean, I probably shouldn't say this just a week or two after I admitted that an evil force encouraged me to kill my girlfriend. But uh, uh, we're going for it. Yeah, no, no. (laughs) And I had to tell everybody how you're going to escape legal action. (laughs) But no, I always thought if you had to kill somebody, the ocean, man, just concrete boots, rent a boat, go 30 miles out in the ocean, and I mean, good luck, good luck finding that body. Yeah. But, okay, you're also – do you kill them and then concrete them or like – I don't want – we don't have to go the murder route. Mm-hmm. We're talking about faking our own deaths. Okay. The cruise ship thing though, they said people that follow the cruise ship, it's because they're jettisoning, jettisoning so much trash. Yeah. And there's nothing but sharks following a cruise ship yeah. all the time. But I'm thinking if you want to figure on death, you're on the manifest, like, oh, there's passengers on board, and then nobody's looking. You hop off with, like, a little raft or something you brought on to the thing. You know, you put on a show. Getting drunk at the bar on the cruise ship. Acting like, you know, say you're trying to get out of a relationship. Ah, you don't love me anyway. Get real weird. But then you have a little life raft secretly. Boom, over the side. Hmm. Leave a note. But that's, I think that's the easy part. Yeah. Not then you have to exist. You got to have fake ID. You got to how, how do you get your money? You know, we just have a big old grip of cash. Mm-hmm. That was oh shit what what movie was that? Oh, a Gone Girl. Did, he f- did you see that? I did. I don't remember it's the woman, all the details. Uh, it's uh, Ben, uh, ben, ben Affleck. Affleck. Uh-huh. <clears throat> and his wife, she uh, fakes her own kidnapping uh-huh. and then hides her identity. And then she's got all this money. She's living off him. But then somebody fi- realizes she has money because you're dealing with the seedier element of society when you're trying to do stuff, navigate without identification under the radar. Yeah. Somebody knows, like, all right, well, you're sitting on just cash, untraceable cash. Now you're uh, – Susceptible to theft, you got to be careful of that kind of thing. Uh-huh. <clears throat> so that's that's I think the tougher part is existing, not the act itself. Hmm. I think I just said right now, you just jump off a cruise ship with some sort of little portable raft or something. Especially if you have somebody to conspire with that's in a boat already out. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you don't just jump out in a in your own little dinghy in the middle of the ocean by yourself. Mm-hmm. If you're conspiring with somebody, you can do it. What if you went hiking? <clears throat> All right. Mm-hmm. Dave goes hiking way off, just mm-hmm. way up in the mountains, yeah. way out in the wilderness. Rescue 411. A lot of people and, going And uh, All right. I take a change of clothes. First of all, I somehow – I get the dimensions of a, of a cougar paw. All right. I, I, I make a replica cougar paw. Well, if, if your previous story is correct, uh-huh. we can't believe uh, that you wouldn't have killed that cougar. Exactly. No one's going to buy that a cougar killed me. So right there. 
Right there's the problem. It's unbelievable. Uh, actually, better option is to uh, fake a Bigfoot abduction. Dave would have easily snapped that cougar's neck. There's, right. uh, there's evidence of Dave. There's evidence of Bigfoot. There's semen everywhere. <laughs> we, have, we haven't tested it yet, but we have reason to believe it's probably Dave's. <laughs> <laughs> It's not proof of a sexual cow. We just think Dave got so excited that his theories were true <clears throat> that he jizzed himself to death. And then the Bigfoot, being a respectful woodland creature, buried him amongst their own. <laughs> they've never found a, they've never found a bear skeleton or a Bigfoot skeleton or Dave's overbonered uh, death skeleton. <laughs> I would. I would take a change of clothes and I would rip them up as if a, a cougar. I would put uh, uh, cougar claw rips into my jeans and shirt, right? Mm. And then I would, and I would have an extra pair of shoes, and then I would cut myself and yeah. have blood everywhere. Yeah. So you got some shoes with a bunch of blood everywhere, some ripped up pants, ripped up shirt. Yeah. Well, looks like something got him. Yeah. And then you never see me again. Because if you do something with, like, a body, we're like, oh, they burn up a body, but there's always teeth. Mm -hmm. There's always that kind of stuff. But yeah, just blood and clothes. But I think, uh, yeah, I think. But in I, the woods. But then you still, but the thing is, well, then what do you do to get out of there? You go back to your car. Mm -hmm. Like, I, always, I just like when they find the car in the lake or something. Yeah. Scuba one guy did scuba diving. It's David Friedland. He's an American lawyer and Democratic Party politician from Hudson County, New Jersey. Uh, blah, blah, blah. These are details. Uh, went with a. He was awaiting sentencing for racketeering and faked his own death in a scuba diving accident. I wonder how you do that. Like, pretend that you drowned. As I say that, why don't I just fucking read the Wikipedia? Oh, Jesus Christ, I cannot look at the computer and talk at the same time. Let me find out where... <clears throat> okay. So he went on the run. Okay, okay. Wait. Who is this? This is this uh, senator from New Jersey. Well, he's awaiting sentencing on September 2nd, 1985. The United States Coast Guard received a call from a boat off Grand Bahama reporting that Freeland had disappeared while scuba diving. Freeland was said to have taken painkillers before diving with a friend at a spot 12 miles off Grand Bahama and had failed to surface. His body was not discovered in air-sea search, and a warrant was issued for his arrest. That's good. Yeah, I guess you could just be down there scuba diving, and then you just kind of scuttle off to an awaiting craft. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> That's one way to do it. What about uh, piloting a small plane and then uh, oh, yeah. parachuting out of that bad boy and let it crash? Yeah, well, that was the old D.B. Cooper. Mm -hmm. I think that guy just died immediately. Well, he wasn't piloting in his own plane. He was No, uh, he, yeah. Put, yeah, he threatened a bomb. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, ooh, I wonder. Yeah, I think that the more difficult – I told you about that book, Emergency, by uh, – Strauss, David Strauss, uh, and he talks about what to do, and it's, and it's kind of the same type thing. Uh, it's uh, Neil Strauss. Mm -hmm. It's a book called Emergency. This book will save your life. It's been out for a while, well, nine years, but it's a good book. Uh, but he talks about like where to put your money in uh, 
bank accounts that can't be touched. Like, it, like that's more of an economic collapse. Uh-huh. But, you know, hidden bank accounts. You know, in the Caymans. I only learn it from movies where yeah. they have like Swiss bank accounts. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, like having money and being on the lam. I think that would be more difficult than just facing your problems, unless you had a way to set it up. Like, you're in Mexico. You know you got your money safe, and nobody's gonna know who you are. Yeah, seems like a place where you can go and keep some secrets. You know. Yeah, that sounds fun. That's what oh, uh, Olivia Newton-John's on again, off again boyfriend, guy named Patrick McDermott. He decided to uh, pretend to off himself eleven years ago. Mm. Um, presumably, McDermott uh, gave indications uh, he was dead when he disappeared in '05 during a fishing trip. Coast Guard investigation determined that uh, he was lost at sea. Later, evidence uh, was revealed that uh, he was living with his girlfriend and wished to be left alone down in a remote village in Mexico. Remote village? Yep. Seems like Mexico's the place. Yeah. All right. So then we we fake our own death. Move to Mexico. And did you know that— Announced here, publicly. There's—the actual act of faking your own death, there's no no real legal— issue against it now all the legality stuff comes when after the fact you try to get a new identity and forgery and you know all that stuff but just the act of because you can't prove that so like it's not fraud like but but if you're trying to well if the fraud comes after yeah if you're not paying your debt you're not paying your debt anyway yeah so if you wanted to fake your own death but you have you have no debt and you just i just want to People, I just want to go away. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah. Why not? Well, that's the thing. Then why not just go away? If you got no problems, like you only fake your own death because you're trying to get out of a relationship. Just yeah. break up. Yeah, that's so tough. Gonna to pretend you're dead. See, uh, all the there's a lot of red flags that pop up when people try to fake their own death. For example, all the life insurance type stuff. Oh yeah, okay. You know, people. Uh, Taking out life insurance policies, uh, things of that nature. This cool article. Uh, I know you don't care for Vice, but they did a good article. No, Vice had a handy guide to faking your own death. Mm-hmm. And uh, <coughs> Vice also did a, a pretty reasonable article about uh, about her pal. Who's that? I mean, I don't know if I should bring it, bring up his name. Oh. <clears throat> Should I bring up his because if I say oh, it, oh Eminem, no, oh about uh, someone's what? at the door. Come in. Oh, Dave and Kyle, are you guys about to talk about the, doing a Vice article on your buddy the Mott Man? Dude, we just started talking. about I that. heard you talking about it. I got extra sensory perception hearing. What would be in sort of a bat and such? Uh-huh. Yeah, but I'm not blind either. I can hear good and see. Okay. You're getting a lot of press these days. I know. I made it into Vice Magazine. Vice Magazine real hip shit there. You know they, what they, they do? They got their finger on the pulse. I mean, the HBO show is one thing, but then they do the other stuff in the magazine where it's like I ate a bunch of drugs and then went to see uh, that movie Coco, and it was pretty good. You know, that's, a, a, that's hard-hitting journalism, too. Yeah. Oh, my God. 
How you guys been? We're good, man. We've been missing you. I know. I've been taking it easy. It's cold out there for the Mott Man over in Chicago. I gotta hide out. I've just been hanging out behind Lazos over there on Western, just trying to get the, just trying to eat the scraps after the hipsters throw out half their chorizo burritos. <laughs> did you have a good uh, holiday season? I did. It was all right. You know, New Year's Eve. I like. I, I don't want to get out of there. It's uh, it's it's too cold. A lot of people are out shooting the fireworks and stuff out, especially over in the Pilsen neighborhood. I don't want to say it's the Latinos, but they enjoy the fireworks regardless of the weather, and so they're just kind of shooting them off in the air. And that's where I live, Dave. I live in the air. You know, I live up in the sky over there, so yeah. I don't want to get in no trouble over there down off 18th Street or nothing. Oh my God! Plus, they got the gang members down there. Yeah. Too far. Too far. <laughs> straight out of your neighborhood. There's gangs all over Chicagoland area. Stop. Uh, I mean, it's sad. When it gets warm out, they're going to kill each other more. Oh, man. Especially at New Year's Eve, uh, a lot of people shoot their firearms at That's the what year, I'm too. talking yeah. about, Dave. I'm oh. trying to stay out of there. I just oh. go, I just hang out. I go hang out with Maury and Flory over by Superdog over there in <laughs> Palos. <laughs> Where the fuck is that Superdog, Dave? Superdog made me mad with a tweet the other day when they were talking about they're angry somebody put peanut butter on a hot dog. So you follow? You have a Twitter account. I just I, mean, I use like I stop at a I, I stop at an internet cafe. <laughs> I put on a big coat. I put on a big coat and a hat so nobody knows it's me. Otherwise, they can't be like mad man. I'm like I can't even do anything in this city anymore. Oh my god! Well, you've been uh, you've been spotted a lot in the last few months. I, so. Well, the summer was a hot season for me. I was kind of feeling good about it. I was flying around. I was flying, you know, hitting the Desplaines River. I was kind of hanging out by some of the marshes. Uh-huh. I hit, uh, you know, I was over there on Navy Pier. Too much on Navy Pier. That, that Ferris wheel's big. I get caught in that thing. I'm toast, buddy. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I got. If I get mashed up in there, I'd be. I'd be. I'd be. They'd throw me in a lake. I wetter than a wetter than a, a beef dip. Oh, okay. So they. I just want to talk about how I said a tweet. Maybe, but you can't put the peanut butter on a hot dog, Dave. Dave, not man to man. What do you like put on hot dogs for yourself? Get weird and honest with me. I can't believe Kyle went to the bathroom again. When I want to talk, he would be the guy who would have the most. Yeah, to say about this. yeah, he would definitely uh, have something to say. But since he's not here right now, uh, not to pander, but I, I like a Chicago hot dog. What guy? Go! It's an easy answer, Dave. Get, get weird with me, Dave. What kind of weird shit you put on there? You ever I mean, put like uh, a, a jam or a jelly? I stay away from jams or jellies, but uh, you know, occasionally I'll put some barbecue sauce on there. Did you ever put the uh, Ferrera pan candies on there? Ferrera pan candies? Yeah, I don't know what those are. <laughs> Ferrera pans from. Uh, they make them in Chicago, I think. Oh, God, these references are getting harder if uh, I don't prepare my visits. Fuck. <laughs> oh, no, Ferrera Pan. They make uh, the Charlie, they make the Asian ones, the Charlie Chans, and they make uh, grape apes, and they make lemon heads. That's right. We talked about the Charlie Chans I've, before. I'm really rehashing my old topics, but if you ever get the inkling, come on down to the Ferrera Candy Company. Down Oak Brook Terrace. It's not quite Oak Brook. It's a terrace. You know how Oak Brook is terraced down there. Yeah, yeah. Much like a Mayan hillside, Oak Brook. Many terraces. <laughs> you can go to I got a nice outside mall over in Oak Brook. That's the nice one. Huh. I, I'm more of a Stratford Square kind of guy over in Blooming Bloomingdale. Yeah. It's, uh, it's uh, mostly empty. That's why I can go shop there. All I got to do, I just want to go to the Fava Shoes. I just want to go to Favorite Shoes, JC Penney's, and then maybe eat at a Brunelli's over there 
in front of the Value City. I understand, Mothman. All right. Well, uh, Mothman, you've also been spotted outside of a lot of bars lately, and even like music venues. Like, do you do you like hover around like the Chicago punk they, scene you at know, all? Chicago's got a lively, rich, and vibrant arts and culture scene. You know, and then you you're flying around on a warm night, and you're hearing, "Oh my God, you're over by Buddy Guy's Legends over there," and you know they got the blues greats coming in there. Uh-huh. I love I love the blues, you uh-huh. know, because it speaks. It's from a working class. They're always so sad, but that's why it's called the blues. Uh-huh. You can't sing the blues about having a good time. That's true. You know, you can't be like, wow, oh, everything's great. Uh-huh. You know, you can't be that kind of guy. No. So they're sad all the time. Yeah. And I'm sad, too, because, you know, yeah. I got no friends out there. It's just yeah. me flying around lonely. I get it. I understand what they're saying over there. I understand what Buddy Guy's saying. Uh-huh. I understand what Junior Wells is trying to tell me over there. Uh-huh. So I do that. And then sometimes I'll go over into the hip neighborhood. Uh-huh. I'll go over to the uh, off, off California there. I'll go to Logan Square where all the cool kids and there's uh, you know, you know, like a rock and roll music and uh-huh. stuff. I like the rock and roll music you too. You do, yeah. Yeah, sometimes Mott Man's up there and he's feeling a little aggro, you uh-huh. know, feeling like he's just having a good summertime and he wants to hear some cheap chick inspired, you know. Stuff, cheap uh-huh. trick, all uh-huh. the way in Rockford, a little bit far of a fly for me. Okay. But sometimes they'll play the outdoor festival circuit, uh-huh. and I enjoy that. You know, it's easy for me to stop by Millennium Park uh-huh. and, and cruise over to Bandshell. Nobody noticed me because they're distracted by all that tacky Frank Gehry architecture. Huh. Now, what is that? Uh, that's the guy. He makes all the wavy. You got one of them over here. Oh, yeah? The, the, the Disney... The metal wavy shit. He okay. does all the metal wavy shit, and every city had to have one for about 10 years. Gotcha. And now they just look like a tribal tattoo on the city. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it's just an architectural tri- It's an architectural marking that says, hey, you know what? We thought something was cool in 1998 also. A lot of a lot of hard opinions today, Mothman. Anyway, you guys talk about faking your own desk. Yeah. Oh, tell me about it. Uh-huh. I wish I could disappear. Yeah. Mothman's just trying to hang out. I didn't want to be. I didn't want the celebrity. Well, you've created quite a quite a stir. All right. Well, hey, the, hey, to quote my X Files, uh-huh. the truth's out there. Uh-huh. The truth's out there. The truth, the truth uh-huh. is out there. Okay. Never more true or worse spoken than the truth. It's out there. It's not in here. It's out there. Uh huh. You're not gonna find it in here. That's true. Everybody listening, mm-hmm. Boogie Monster, go out there. Mm-hmm. That's where the truth is. Yeah. And that's what you're doing. You're flying around seeking yeah. truth. Like the X-Files says, go out there. I understand. There's the truth. Okay, I'm probably going to go, Dave. Yeah. You enjoy a Chicago hot dog for me. Okay, buddy. Don't ever say, oh, they drag it through the garden. I saw a cooking show where they're like, uh-huh. yeah, get it, uh, drag it through the garden. Somebody at a Devil Dog will slap the fucking lips off your face if you order it that way. Well, we don't need that. But you know, that's not how you say it. You just yeah. say, give me one with everything. One with everything. All right, buddy. All right. Well, thanks for stopping by, Mothman. You know it, baby. Oh, shit. Here comes Kyle out of the bathroom now. Oh, God. what, Dude, he just left. How come? How come? Oh. Hey, did he? He was was worked up today, man. How were his references? They were pretty good. I didn't get any of them because I'm not from Chicago, but uh, they seemed to be uh, somewhat accurate. I almost heard him feverishly typing after he said Lazos was on Western to make sure that he was correct. Huh. Because, you know, I always thought it was it was on Western 2 until I've said it out loud and, and, and thought it was maybe on Ashland, but mm-hmm. it's on Western. Yeah. He really only goes to three spots, <laughs> Just that Mothman. He comes in and then he's only been to Lazo's and Superdog. 
Well, he likes what he likes. And Pilsen. And then he references displays. Oh, my God. Haven't heard from him in a while. Yeah. He's been all in the news. Yeah. Now, have these been – I know the Vice article came out last week, but is this – I read it. It doesn't seem like there's new sightings. It's just no. new, new I, press. Well, I tip of the hat to that Vice. Well, we talked about it last uh-huh. time. Where they actually were like – Yeah. Interviewed people who saw it, who was uh, a friend's cousin. Tell me that. John Amitrano, who saw it out in front of one of the bars, the Owl. So your your uh, friend's cousin was the door guy? Cousin, yeah, the Amitrano's. And so, I mean, I don't know the cousin, but... Uh, so that's that, that's interesting that maybe I'm having a chit-chat with him. But, uh, and then, but then they also, in that article, interviewed a psychologist, a behavioral psychologist, talking about how... When something is in the zeitgeist, people are more likely to see it. Like the more you or I are sitting here talking about UFOs, yeah. the more what I saw in the desert, I'm like, well, it could be anything. Where it's like, that's probably a shooting star. Yeah, you know. So the more people are talking about it in Chicago, the more anything unexplained can get attributed to that topic that's out yeah. there. So that, I, kudos to the guy who wrote that article. By like, it wasn't just your typical vice. Uh, you know, I, I put my dick in a claw machine and it didn't work out so well. And then it's yeah. uh, bad writing uh, where you just talk about how you got drunk and put your dick in a claw machine. And you're like, well, there's no insight to this. They're like that, the Mothman article was the guy like, oh, I interviewed psychologists, I interviewed people. So I was like, oh, yeah, okay, there's a thought out piece. Thank yeah. you for that. The worst is that uh, <clears throat> I don't mind some of their web series stuff. They, they have some shows that I enjoy, but. Uh, I don't even know if they do it anymore, but they used to have Chef's Night Out, Vice Viceland Munchies, yeah, uh, Chef's Night Out, and it'll take a couple of uh, you know famous chefs within a within a scene, whether it be you know L.A., Chicago, New York, whatever, and uh, they'll show their restaurant, which is cool for a couple of minutes. It's where I work. It's my restaurant, but yeah. then they 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 pair up with their douchey chef buddies and they all get in the minivan and they go taco crawling or they go burger hopping and it's just. <laughs> Yeah, uh, none of you fuckers are funny or engaging or anything. Yes, you're a good chef, but stop trying to be funny. Well, it's just so rough to watch unfunny people try to be entertaining. Well, cause remember when it was like Emeril Lagasse and the Yan Can Cook, mm-hmm. and it was like family friendly. Like, oh, the chef is silly and fun. And then Anthony Bourdain came in like fucking rode a Harley through the front door of the culinary world. And now everybody's like, chefs are the coolest fucking guys. Yeah. And you're like, no, they're not. Yeah, they're we still boring. We don't need to know that all of their personalities. Yeah. They think, like, everything has to have a personality behind it. Yeah. Like, you can't just like the thing that they do. But what? why does it work? Oh, why is... I mean, I guess that's like any art. What art sells? It's the personality that's behind the art. Like, the art, the piece of art itself isn't enough. Mm-hmm. What... Is that person's life coming through the art? Yeah, you know, I get that. Like, you know, and Andy Warhol shit uh-huh. is not a mind blowing thing, but conceptually and who he was and being a socialite, that's what sells it. That's what that's where that value comes through. Yeah, that's what this food comes through. Is you know, like, <clears throat> oh man, I was had the needle hanging out of my arm, you know, lying underneath an overturned canoe over by the fucking East River, and that's what I knew I had to get my shit together and open a restaurant. And then you the backstory yeah. makes it more like wholesome people don't sell creative things well. That's true. So anyway. That's why we gotta fake our own deaths and then be like, oh, we didn't now buy our comedy. <laughs> Fucking idiots. <laughs> 
<laughs> Here's another uh, famous case of someone faking their death um, out of Germany. Uh, there was this lady named uh, Petra Pazitska. In the early 80s, she was a young computer uh, science student, computer science. Uh, she's 18, 19 years old, somewhere like that. Uh, one day, she got on the bus, never came back. A few years later, in the same area, there was a murder of another teenage girl, slightly younger, about 14, 15. Uh, they found the guy who murdered this gal, and for some reason, he copped to murdering Petra as well. So uh, they declared her dead, case closed. Then in the fall of 2015, there was a call to a police in a different German town to report a burglary. They showed up, and uh, they met with uh, one of the people on the scene named Petra Schneider, and they said, uh, hey, we need to see your ID. And at some point she said, hey, remember that murdered girl back in the early 80s? Yeah, that's me. And <laughs> P.S. I was the murder person. <laughs> Uh, BT dubs. She later claimed she disappeared for 30 years, worked completely off the books, never got another ID, only got paid in cash. And now, when this all came out, the German authorities, uh, they made her register herself as alive. But uh, apparently, no criminal activity could they find. So she just wanted to fuck off. She just bounced for 30, 30 years. I don't know why that other dude would have claimed to kill her. Maybe he was just like racking up his inflating well, his numbers. Like yeah, like how they talk about weirdo serial killers. Maybe I did that one. Like that's just them yeah. playing games when they're in prison. Maybe I did this one. I did that one. I yeah. killed all these people. Yeah, because you're dealing with mentally unhinged individuals. What do you say we land this fucking turd? Oh. <laughs> I mean, we can keep talking about this later. I just gotta use the bathroom. Oh, you gotta use the bathroom? Yeah, I mean, I could just paused it and never mentioned it. Yeah, you could have done that. We're already at one ten. Yeah. All right, what, buddy. How much? How much do they really need? We, we should don't need more than an hour. We should fake our own desk, Kyle. Let's do it right now. All right. It's the last episode of the Boogie Monster. <laughs> or is it? <laughs> Anything to plug? What's going on with you, man? Well, you got some shows coming. When you going? Uh, when you when you leaving the country? I'm going to China on the thirty first. Wow, I got a lot of shows in town. I won't be doing any good at them. Yeah, I'll be at the lab at seven thirty tomorrow at the Virgil Cookie Show at the Virgil on the twenty fifth is going to be fun no matter yeah. what. It's our anniversary show. Yeah, anniversary eight p.m. at the Virgil. Good pal Brian Cook Show eight thirty. I'm at Bar Lubitsch. Yeah, I'm just I don't care. Be at the Apple Store in Glendale at four p.m. on Sunday for. <laughs> Trade in my piece of shit for a different piece of shit because my one I have right now is a piece of shit. Have you noticed the new Apple commercial? Uh, they finally broke down and they're just advertising selfies. Like this, you know, we I, know th- we know that's what you're going to do with this. It takes great selfies. I, I was thinking about that the other day. Like think about how the camera on the phone transformed everything we know about society right now. How do you mean? Like do you remember like the first time there was a camera on a phone? Like oh, also there's a shitty camera. Like okay, that's a thing. Yeah. And to choose that to be – to develop the phone around. Like yeah. That's outside of the internet capability. The camera is the feature. That's true. And how that is changing how we get information, how we get news, what can be documented, holding people in authority accountable such as police, everything like that. Yeah. The – Self-importance—it's brought on people that you know everybody's a star now. Hmm. You're not setting up a you know an actual video camera. That's it. You just need your phone. Everybody's a fucking star. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a camera on the phone. That's you know. Yeah. I was thinking about the other day that one feature 
change society. Yeah, and basically just how easy it is to do something with those photos. Like even if mm-hmm. even five years ago, ten years ago, if you had a nice digital camera, yeah. you still had to upload that shit to your computer I mean, and you know even, move files around. To, I, I, Take a GoPro and I tape stuff and then I put it in the computer. I'm like, I don't. This isn't yeah. the process I have to go through from what I've taped. Taped. I say taped. Mm-hmm. I still say taped. Yeah. To get it anywhere, I'm like, what do they? They don't. Nobody cares. Yeah. But the, to think in in somebody else's mind is like everybody cares. They need to see this. And I'm like, well, who would care about this? No, they don't. I was. I told you I've been going on Reddit more and more. Yeah. More what you finding on there? Well, you just go down wormholes like anywhere else, but the wormholes of fucking you know YouTube stars and stuff. And okay, I, I get okay, yeah, it's sub, but like just from outside, just to like wow, what <clears throat> those? They're millionaires. They're all millionaires. Yeah, and it's twelve-year-old kids watching it. I mean, part there's always part of me like, well, I can't I'm busting my ass trying to put out good attempts. Yeah, I'm forty-one, and I don't want to appeal to a twelve-year-old. Mm. I shouldn't be. No. Unless I'm a children's show star. Mm-hmm. So I can't get upset about it. Oh, okay. Oh, crap. You want to... Uh... <laughs> 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 I really got to go. You want, we got a comic just, of the week? No. A thing of the week? Let's just do a thing of the week. Sometimes we don't have to be a comic. All right. What's your thing of the week? Uh, well, I didn't think that far ahead. Oh. I don't know. What band are you listening to right now? Man, I don't listen to any music no? anymore. Some, such, I listen to the Hair Nation on satellite radio. Yeah. I just listen to butt rock. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just like, oh, fuck, docking. All right, cool. I like docking. Yeah, that's the thing. Like that, and that, I can't get upset. Like, I don't, why am I not bigger on YouTube? Yeah. Because I listen to fucking docking. Hmm. My interests are not relevant to consumers. See, I disagree with that. I think, I think people in, of our demographic are still consumers. Well, there's a market for well, forty-year-old idiots. Why aren't we getting that those eighty thousand dollars a month from Patreon? I don't know. With this well-thought-out f- piece of journalism we're doing every week. Did you know the guy who wrote uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, Ken Casey? Yeah. He uh, he faked his own death. Did he? Mm-hmm. I thought he was... Well, to avoid marijuana charges, the Merry Pranksters, Timothy Leary's crew, they uh, they helped him abandon his truck in Eureka, California, along with a suicide note. They snuck him into Mexico. Eight months later, he was busted. Huh. How do you like that? <clears throat> Got a recipe real quick. All right. Real uh, simple, real quick. It's a recipe for me shit in my pants. Yeah. So let's go. Uh, jerk chicken soup. This is what I did the other day. Ooh, all right. All right. This isn't this isn't uh, really thought out too well. Mm-hmm. I'm not usually I'm not a big fan of uh, crock pots, but okay. but the lady's got a crock pot. You think it's like cheating. Yeah, and it never it just kind of just bores the food to death. Just kind of forces it to get along. Yeah, just yeah, but it is convenient it's as like hell. A prison yard. Yeah, it's like just work it out. Yeah. <laughs> Here's what I did. I took uh, I took some uh, boneless chicken thighs. I threw them in there. I uh, diced up an onion. Not even diced. I sliced. Uh, sliced up an onion, threw it in there. Uh, smashed up a couple bulbs of raw garlic. Uh, a red, fresh red bell pepper. 
So I got onions, garlic, bell pepper in there with the chicken thighs. Then I got one of these little uh, bags, these little sauce bags of uh, jerk chicken. Like, uh, I don't know how you describe it, but, you know, like that kind of meal in a bag type thing. Like, Mm -hmm. it's basically just a pouch of, like, jerk chicken marinade. Oh, sure, sure. sure. Then I threw that in there, let it cooked it on low for about six or eight hours. And then at that point, you can either have jerk chicken – or you can take all those contents, um, take the chicken out, but take all the soupiness and all the vegetables and whatnot, throw them in a blender, puree that shit, oh, okay. then shred the chicken with a fork. Boom, you got uh, jerk chicken soup. That sounds good. That's good. It's a little chillier out here it's right now good. in Los Angeles. Good soup soup items for once um, chili. Also get you a uh, – they have jerk chicken spice. Uh, not everywhere, but in the spice aisle. If you look closely enough, you can find some sort of Caribbean or jerk spice seasoning. Mm-hmm. Uh, get you a bottle of that and kind of throw some of that in there to give it even more jerkiness. Okay. So uh, jerk oh. chicken soup. There you go. Why don't go to the jerk chicken stuff? Awesome. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I love the I Caribbean. Should. Jerk chicken, Jamaican food. Oh, I love it. Well, all right. Hey, we're uh – that's we're the boogie monster. Yeah, we're out there. We got a Patreon if you want. Yeah, four bucks a month, you get the uh, Q and A episode and and Dave's Kitchen. Got another one of those coming up uh, yeah, probably about get, a week. You get that stuff, and then uh, I'll play, I could put a put a mailing list out there because I don't know how to tell people when I'm doing shows. Yeah, so go to kylecanine.com and you can sign up for the mailing list, and I'll put a short story in there with uh, some tour dates. And uh, what else we got? We done? I think we're done. It's time for you to go crap. Fuck, it sure is. The Boogie Monster. 